But uh, those who have joined us already, we got Troy Johnston <laughs> from Seller.Tools, guys. And if you're not familiar with Seller Tools, this Same is... Same on you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to be. You got to be. Yeah, come on. <laughs> but if you're not, if you're under that rock, yeah, it is one of the best resources for Amazon FBA sellers with all types of goodies beneath the hood. And uh, we're going to dive into those just a minute. But uh, Troy, tell us, you know, a little bit about yourself. I know yeah. you're, first of all, I'm from Jacksonville. You're from Orlando. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we still haven't connected in the state, but we're just in <laughs> uh, away. I know. I would. I would say. Do we have a good excuse? I, I don't know. I don't know if we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, COVID. COVID. You have yeah. You know. You know. But um, but no. I, once once all this this uh, passes on, uh, knock on wood, very, fairly quickly here, we'll have to we'll have to get together. Yeah, actually, Florida has a lot of really great folks in the ecom Amazon space. Oh, yeah. Very fortunate to have. Um, a lot of folks close by. So we have no excuse. We got we got to get together. Most of your network down there in Orlando too, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. It's nice. It's nice. Not a bad place to call home, of course, you know, uh, especially Absolutely. now. And I'm sure you know. It's not Miami. That's the best part about yeah. it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. You said it. You said it. <laughs> yeah, man. But um, again, with your your background, uh, where, where did you start? So, seller tools. I know that you are a seller and you got in the game. How did it come about that you wanted to build a tool specifically for sellers? Yeah. So it actually came to be from um, my partners. Uh, some of the other co-founders of the platform were really starting to develop tools truly for their own business. So it was sellers looking at solutions for sellers mm -hmm. and not really thinking about, okay, I'm going to commercialize this or you know make it available to a, a broader audience um and so that was kind of the cornerstone um for one of my co-founders when he was building it and then he brought on another partner um to help develop kind of build things out so it was more viable for a wider audience and then i was kind of the last one to come in and say hey this is kind of neat what you guys are putting together you know how can we how can we really make this splash and uh, really engage the the community at large um, with that same spirit, how, how do sellers look at things differently? Um, not viewing it just opportunistically. That's, that's another thing I really like about it is it was mm -hmm. truly solving a problem versus just seeing, oh man, sellers need, need tools. Um, we solved our own problem and then, you know, we started to engage, uh, the, the community at large. And so far it's been pretty, pretty good. Everybody's been really receptive to it. And that's, again, that's the spirit we, tr we continue to try to carry through is what, what are we doing now? What, what's happening with the brands that we're managing? How do we make sure that we're doing something different, um, automate some high value activities um, and exploit that with the leverage that, you know, FBA already gives us with with the tools we use. Mm -hmm. Nice. And that's what I was going to say with being in Amazon. You know, we all know the headaches. Sellers have heartaches selling on Amazon. What were the challenges that you had being a developer for Amazon, developing this tool? Yeah, I, I would say there's a lot of the same types of challenges that you have on the tool side of the business, um, whether it's engagement with Amazon. We're, we're very fortunate that we have a really great line of communication. Um, our points of contact are really solid, exceptional. Right. Um, but, you know, when, when that's not taking place, you know, generally it's it's the same type of vague language we see for the tools that we develop, the same type of volatility. So, you know, there may be uh, access that's uh, that's readily available and all of a sudden shut off. 
Uh, things like search volume come to mind for that. Um, but yeah, you know, it, 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 it's the volatility doesn't just end when you sell on Amazon, when you start to develop tools, you're still working with Amazon, you know, they're still right. a huge monolith and, and, and they're, they're very slow to move. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's such a great sandbox to be playing. And it's, we're very fortunate on all sides, you know, as sellers, consultants, tool providers, it's e-com is, is blowing up and you're, you are the 800 pound girl in the room is Amazon. So yeah, that, that's the ecosystem you cannot ignore right now. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but um, in this last quarter, we're, we're getting ready to jump into Q4. What are some of the things that you, I, I don't want to ask for predictions. I hate asking for <laughs> predictions because you know, you're not Nostradamus. Um, but some advice, like what are your historically, what is the best products to launch around this time of year? Or what do you think we will be seeing this year? Yeah, I think I think sellers really need to be thinking about now that we're Q4 is really, uh, you know, pretty much upon us. Um, if, if you have the ability based on the product you sell, the lead times that you have, um, you may potentially be able to roll out and deploy something and launch something relatively, uh, relatively quick. Um, but for a majority of sellers, in my opinion, it's thinking about what's the arm's reach value add that you can um, that you can include in your current product mix. So that's looking at your vendors and saying, hey, what's what's unique? What's a twist? What can we add to this? What do you have that you can easily roll up into my product? Is there something I can create and incorporate, whether that's you know a, a booklet, a, a recipe guide. Again, think about your product, think about your customer's buying experience. And this is a great time to, to sort of have your team order your products themselves and Rep and, and go through the buying experience. Open up that Amazon packaging, interact with your product, go through the buying experience of interacting with uh, how you use it, the utility that it provides, where it misses. So this is an opportunity to evaluate, look at that, look at that arm's reach value add, whether that's vendor, whether that's, you know, again, on that side of the business, or that's something that you can be adding in um, to your packaging, like I said, inserts, booklets, those types mm -hmm. of things. Don't, you don't have to think about, oh, man, I'm going to totally revolutionize my product in a month's time. Right. That sort of unreasonable expectation sort of create, you know, you're setting yourself up for, for, uh, for failure to a degree uh, yeah. for that objective. But it's what's, what's that little bit extra that you can add? Understanding that, you know, products, customers are ordering products at a, at a volume. We just, you know, it's, it's almost prime day level sales on a daily basis. It's, right. it's insane. Um, yeah. You probably heard Brendan refer to like it yeah. was like, 80, 85%. <laughs> uh, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And we forget that, right? Because when we're not interacting with the products, you know, we may not, we may not tangibly feel that. Obviously, we see numbers on a screen and, and sometimes that hits. But the truth is that the volume is just so intense. And if you can incrementally add value and consistently do that over time, uh, obviously, this time, this time of year is a great way to, to do it. So don't, don't, you know, you can think outside the box, but don't, you know, don't have such high expectations that you're not adding right. little incremental pieces to deliver on a better buying experience for your but customer. I like that answer because it's not just marketing focus. Like you said, it's that full experience. Go through the buying experience because there will be some things that you can improve upon before we go launching a new product or, you know, trying to go into the full sales mode. Right, right. And it may be things that you've already 
previously incorporated in your product or your packaging and you may be revisiting it now and saying well wait now you know three or four members of my team have bought it one interacted with it this way well maybe should we have thought of a, a sticker instead of an insert should we you know tweak our packaging in such a way that you know it's subtle but it's just a it's a, a more optimal experience so you know those little those little additions that that sort of that obsession to detail to a degree can pay dividends when you have customers that have never experienced your brand never experienced your product they that's their interaction that that's mm -hmm. their you know pass fail loan interaction and so they experience that if you deliver something better right now i would say what wwad what would amazon do yeah. i'm sure they've gone through that experience i mean of course their motto is customer first customer experience so again if you're selling on amazon you have to have that level of quality level of service and um i'm with you so there's a few things within the seller tools platform that does help sellers launch new products what would you say would be the number one thing you would do in seller tools before launching a product um i would say right now so if you're launching a product if you're going through um let's say product pro product research phase mm -hmm. um Keyword research is something that we, you know, you, you probably hear us talk about quite a bit. And really that should show up when you're doing product research, right? You're, you're sort of evaluating Amazon real estate in the form of keywords. Um, and so we, we've had some recent releases. Our 2 uh, comes to mind for uh, Real Reverse Ace and our new tool. Um, yeah. And that, that helps you with discovery. So it, f it helps you find new keywords. Uh, but what's been really powerful is it also helps you to evaluate how you're performing at the keyword level. So for sellers that have been, you know, they've got a, a SKU that's been online for two years, you know, a year, but they haven't really seen, okay, how am I doing against top competitors? Or if you're in a great way, how are you looking back and saying, okay, who's, who's winning other keywords that I could be gobbling up? Um, those that type of analysis um, needs to continue. Keyword research isn't a one-time activity. It's a, yes, you want to do discovery to vet the, the demand, the need to source a product. Uh, but then also it's it's performance insights how are you really doing right. with the most identifiable way that a customer ends up you know at your uh, product detail page at, at the potential to convert right mm -hmm. um, so that's a crucial piece that can't that definitely can't be overlooked that keyword research element absolutely you guys actually have uh product research tools within the platform as well prism correct yeah yep Yep, and that will help you filter down based on some of the other Amazon metrics. If you're looking at a product, um, you know different weights, BSR, kind of honing in uh, at the category level, uh, different product opportunities. But those two um, pillars, I would say, it's important to kind of look at both. Is mm -hmm. yeah, vetting some of those kind of the Amazon specific uh, category metrics, but then also the demand really at the at the keyword level. Can you exploit where there's maybe um, not the quantity of, of sellers or if the quantity is there, what's the quality? You know, you're mm -hmm. evaluating their listings. You're taking a look at that keyword performance, how, how that density is showing up in terms of ranking uh, across a number of competitors. Um, but yeah, that's all the fun stuff that you can, you can do with those tools. Absolutely. <laughs> and there, there's a lot more in there. But of course, that R2A, there's a new update to that. And I, I love seeing those emails where from seller.tools, <laughs> new feature, new feature. We try to do it every week, man. <laughs> every week. Yes. All right. So I think I, I think I jumped into this a little bit, but so with this year being like no other, where we have Prime Day every day, so what types of products do you think we'll see this year? See more of this year? 
I know we had banning of, you know, certain products and, and different things like that. But what's the top? Yeah, I mean, I would, I would say sellers thinking about, um, so re with respect to their current brands, current product mix, um, how you can supplement that. But where, where we're seeing, and I'm seeing some success, which some of this is fairly intuitive, is a lot of sort of, with us all being somewhat homebound, um, different different ways, different games, different different um, products that really fit um, and sort of solve the the boredom that we can have at home, right? Different ways Absolutely. that we can still have fun, but be kind of stuck inside, not out as much, even if, if folks are getting out. Um, so I'm seeing a lot of success with those types of uh, products, um, but that can be somewhat diffuse. Like I said, it can be it can be games, it can be more um, you know uh, home party. So obviously not a not a not a big party. Uh, being right. being careful with that, um, but uh, you know those types of more homebound uh, type products being really popular. And then obviously the seasonality. It's it's still still holidays. I think it'll be really interesting to see how how people sort of their takes on the holidays. Um, so there, there's going to be some overlap there too, right? Because it's the nuance of both the season and, um, folks not getting out, not traveling as much and, um, and those types of right. things. So it, it adds a little bit of nuance, right? It, it's, it's kind of what, where do, what are you seeing that's taking place? Understanding kind of your customer avatar. Um, and then the, the keywords really illuminating that as well. You know, you're, you're seeing, you're seeing things at home or, um, you know, kind of, meeting that need that, that customers have now that's relatively, relatively new. Awesome. So we know, we, we actually have a, a, a big friend in common called Mini Jad. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, our agency, Viral Ecom, we typically help sellers configure the seller tools flows that you so generously give uh, with an account. We help them configure that within their mini chat accounts. So, you know, the APIs and setting up the counter flows, all of those things. But the biggest question that we get and the biggest concern we get is about the compliance of mini chat flows. So tell us a little bit uh, about how you guys, you know, make sure that the things that you put out into the ecosystem are compliant from from gate. Right. Yeah, no, it's a great question, and really, I think with with mini chat or anytime you're you're taking part in owning more of the customer experience, um, it gets it gets a little bit gray. I mean, to be to be honest, because Amazon ultimately their their aim would be for you to transact with their customers, um, but in the as you alluded to the customer centric, customer first model, uh, as brands, we we want to deliver, we want to over deliver because that right. translates into a, a engagement, loyalty. Um, that shows up in social proof in terms of reviews. So, as a matter of fact, we're sort of we're sort of always doing that dance to a degree. Um, right. So then it comes down to the execution because, uh, to me, when people hear things like rebates, it's almost like describing a car. It's like there's you know thousands and tens of thousands of different versions of a car. So you can't really just put it in this one thing and say it's just this. And that's where for us, when we do something like rebates, we make sure that we have aligned expectations with the customers. They know exactly what they're receiving, what the offer entails, and what we're requesting of them. And, and often we're not we're not asking a lot, intentionally so. We're not incentivizing activity, so they don't need to do something before they get take advantage of that offer that we uh, clearly identify. Um, and that same goes for reviews. We're not holding anything over their head. We can encourage, we can facilitate, but there's nothing that's going to limit them from taking advantage of what, what is really amounts to an exceptional offer. 
Um, so those are some of the things we think about is putting ourselves in the customer's shoes, making sure that there is aligned expectations, there is no incentivization, and it's just an awesome experience. And if you're launching a new product, it is the spirit of uh, of old. There's nothing really new about it. You're you're wanting to get more of your product into customers' hands and make that process seamless and frictionless. And rebates are kind of a cool way of doing it while checking off some Amazon boxes. And so, absolutely, yeah, you, you run multifaceted campaigns that optimize sales, reviews, and rank. Exactly. So, um, I, one thing that I usually say is it's in the copy. It's in the copywriting. It's in the messaging. And I love how you guys, you know, tailor that messaging right out of the box. Um, you're giving the instructions of what's going to happen in this rebate when you sign up. You're going to receive this. You're going to receive this email. And there is no obligation for you to leave a review. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, that aligned expectations is huge. That's that's like 90% of the equation is making sure that you're telling the customer this is what you can be eligible for if you'd like to take part. There's obviously nothing, again, we're requiring them to do to take advantage of the offer, nothing we're requiring them to do to leave a review or anything like that. And so it's, you know, it's it's kind of, it's not take it or leave it, but it's like, you know, this is a great offer. We'd love for you to take part. If not, no, you know, no worries at all. And those that do, we just want to make it very seamless and let, let mini chat be the gateway, you know, that Absolutely. high engagement aspect. I mean, it's just, I, I don't see anything really being on that level that mini chat can offer us. You know, it, it takes the, the other hand of and girl in the room that the, uh -huh. the Facebook and says, okay, how can you engage a customer instantaneously, but then also automate it? It's just so powerful for marketers. Extremely. So with that, me not being a seller at all, you know, I'm, I've dabbled in, you know, m me and my son, we're actually getting ready to launch uh, a brand called Kid Commerce. Nice. And, you know, we're, we're, we're in the beginning phases. Yeah. He's <laughs> into it. He's, that's, that's what I love about it is he's into it. That's cool. And, and you know, I'm like, hey, you, you want to make some money? I tell him to go ahead and watch these few videos. Give me 10 tips or write down 10 notes and I'll pay you $5 per video. But every every part of that five bucks is gonna go back into you purchasing your first product and so on and so forth. And um, again, he, he's loving it. I'm loving seeing him engaged. That's cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but my question was gonna be is, you guys, you know, you know the formula for the seven and eight figure level sellers. What would you say is part of that formula and you know what goes into it? How many products would you say you would need to hit that level? Um, and how many hours would you invest? Oh man. <laughs> um, I mean, in terms of hours, I think I think to the question of, of seven and eight figure uh, sellers, because I, I think in, in some ways it rightfully is a is a great sort of point of achievement or, or, or striving for uh, that type of objective. But mm -hmm. at the same time, I've seen some very happy sellers that are running cash flow centric businesses that it's it's just throwing off enough money and they're, they've created sort of a passive, uh, not completely passive, I'm not, not paying that picture, but right. they're automating the highest value activities and they're able to easily maintain their business. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, I think I think sellers need to define what their objectives truly are. Seven, eight figures is totally great, or cash flow sort of lifestyle business is totally achievable too. Mm -hmm. And then reverse engineer that. Um, and then I think in terms of your question of of what's needed for that, 
um, a lot of what works right now, and, and it may be because I, you know, I, I write a lot of content on it or I spend a lot of time with it. To me, it's, it's, it's simple, but not easy, right? It, it's the idea of there, there are very specific things that Amazon rewards that if you spend a disproportionate amount of time on, you get a disproportionate reward. Um, and then everything else becomes details, right? And so yeah. things like keyword research, things like sourcing a product that makes sense on paper, the numbers make sense, getting the optimization right. So your organic optimization with keywords and then your PPC right. And then obviously what, what we do with ranking and reviews and automating that, that's almost the entire picture. I mean, I, to, to be able to sum that up in 20 seconds, it points to the simplicity, but then you got to do some work, right? You've got to oh, be able to better that. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's, that's one of our challenges. You know, when we yeah. automate ranking reviews, list building, the truth is, is that's great. And it's, it's something to strive for, but there is, you know, there's a handful of hours to be able to set things up and then understand them too. Because when you automate things, you know, things, things can get off the rails if you're not understanding what you're deploying, you know, once, right. once all of a sudden it runs A to Z, well, you know, then you've got a thousand people running A to Z. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You've got to be ready for that um, by understanding kind of the, uh, the concept uh, as much as the theory is the, as the application. So, um, so yeah, getting those cornerstone things right um, can really translate into seven, eight figure business. And then, and it's really the, the size of the opportunity getting, having the numbers very clear for you when you're doing the product research is going to paint you a very clear picture of, can you get there with, you know, four or five SKUs? Are you in a space, you know, um, that that maybe is a little bit more competitive, a little bit more saturated, but if you can do some of those cornerstone essential uh, activities right and really have a, a you know, a dialed in focus, um, totally achievable. Because so, again, I'm, I'm, that was sort of my story, you know, it was a handful of products in a more competitive space, um, but I really focused solely on Amazon, went deep before going wide and really, understood it and then grew my product line from there. You know, it became five, then 10, then 20, you know, you just keep adding SKUs. Right, right. Yeah. And then you're, you're, what you're doing is adding SKUs and r rinsing and repeating ranking and reviews. It's just, you know, you sort of you hit these mantras start coming out of just the fact that you're focusing on these few things. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And have a process. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, and my next question was going to be, and you say you go really heavy on Amazon use focus nose down on Amazon, what other marketplaces have you tried or would you suggest or recommend? What I would look at first for sellers is thinking about what makes sense based on your, your niche or category. So there are, um, you know, for me being, being, uh, one of my brands being in the beauty space, places like iHerb was really, um, was on our radar. Uh, we got onto Walmart, um, okay. just, just kind of as a, more lateral move from Amazon. Um, we probably got on Walmart a little bit too early because we wanted to sort of validate it. Um, and it really sort of changed my philosophy um, going through that experience of kind of having your demand spill over into other marketplaces versus just making that transition to kind of check off a box. Because um, yeah. you have to think of it like, you know, the, the, the simplicity as we've identified for, for Amazon, but the work that's required, same goes for when you, go live on Walmart or you go live on target or, you know, whatever is the fitting of your product. Um, and that's, you need to, you need to sort of think through the bandwidth and resource requirements to do, do those channels, right. If you're going to show up there. So, uh, Walmart's going to be really interesting. I mean, we've, they've been such a unique tale with, you know, uh, 
the acquisition of Jet, and obviously we see how that panned out. Mm-hmm. And the optics now that they're, you know, what they're doing with drones, where they're trying to show the the they're public. Trying. Yeah, you know, they're they're playing that game, and I think um, you got to give it to them, right? I mean, that's the perception is big. Perception is big. It's the it's the logistical support. It's the seriousness that customers take with it. I've seen a lot of um, really great um, sort of e-com leaders running these case studies because they're really they're starting to take Walmart seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at the seller level, we'll, we'll have to see. Um, but yeah, there may be that low-hanging fruit where it's my, my category for my customer avatar. This channel makes more sense. But for me, the spirit still needs to be your, you almost visualize your, your demand spilling over into those channels versus just, I'm going to push my way into, I'm going to create demand. Creating demand is the hardest thing to do. Right. Meeting demand is much easier, right? Absolutely. So we know that Amazon, their claim to fame is prime. What do you think about the Walmart Plus? Uh, man, um, I, I want to be optimistic, right? I, I really would like to see um, them doing some really cool things with strategic partnerships. And obviously, they've got brick and mortar and they're doing value add with um, things like gas. Um, and so I would love to see them kind of exploit some of the things that are still somewhat unique to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, it's it's not it's not where it can be. Um, but I yeah. think the evolution could lend itself to that. Because I mean, that's true. Walmart's, Walmart's footprint is as much as we're seeing fulfillment centers pop up everywhere. That's that's completely different from a, a brick and mortar retail location with uh, grocery delivery, with gas. Like, you know, th- there are things that are in a, a major pros column for Walmart. Can they exploit that? You know, we'll, we'll kind of, we'll have to see. We're, we're sort of in the midst of that now. So I'm, I'm really curious to see how it plays out. Yeah, me too. Because I'm, I'm actually a Sam's Club member. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, I want to see what benefits we get. Exactly. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, the the next question I have for you was, would you or is it on your roadmap to develop for any of these other marketplaces? So, yeah. You know, with seller tools for Amazon, is there any, you know, seller tools for Walmart on the way? I would say I would say it's on radar um, in the in the mo in the short term in terms of the pipeline. We're we're definitely still looking at how uh, sort of the Amazon solutions, how we can continue to develop those. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it is in conversation. It's one of those things where um, us staying tapped into what's going on with, uh, with Walmart. Walmart is kind of the, the obvious uh, player, let's say, uh, in the mix. So I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say anytime in the short term, but it's definitely you know, in conversation. Absolutely. Well, I would love to be the first to know. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, man. Um, so I think I have one more question for you and it's always about the advice, man. And we got, we got so much from you, but just a heart to heart type of advice for someone just getting started with their FBA business. What would you give? Would you, would you tell them not to do it? Um, you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't dissuade anybody necessarily, you know, right now, uh, with e-commerce booming and FBA still providing just so much leverage. Um, it's just important for people coming in to, um, take advantage of a lot of the free resources. What's great is that with the, the proof of concept, um, that, that has, uh, that is FBA and the success stories is that there is a lot of really great content out there. Um, but also be mindful of where you're pivoting to do something a little bit different. That's always my concern now. And we see this a lot with people struggling, 
you know, if they're struggling when they come to us or when they start using seller tools and then, you know, their, their business, um, you know, they, they may be running into some challenges. And what, what I, my concern being is that it truly is both saturation and a lack of differentiation. Um, a lot of folks coming in and maybe focusing on more commoditized products or following a path that, that many other sellers are, whether it's courses, whether it's gurus, you know, things that, um, that may not be as advantageous. So it's the opportunity is definitely still there. It's definitely um, something that, again, as we continue to bring brands online, we're sort of we're, we're, we're drinking the Kool-Aid. We're big believers because we're, we're, we're continually investing uh, in this space. Um, it's just the care that with which you have to come in and understand there are there are the gurus out there. There are the folks that are kind of learning and then they're sharing content and then sort of you're 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 sort of not getting what's actually working. And I think um, that's important as well is really gravitating towards who's done it, who has proved out their success, who's really obsessive with continually staying tapped into um, what's working, uh, what's not. Um, and being mindful of that content consumption can be really easy. It can make you feel like, man, you're doing a lot of work, a lot of work, a lot of work, and then your business is stagnant. Um, so, so yeah, I ultimately want to paint a more optimistic picture, but beware of those landmines, right there that those are for the folks that we see, um, feeling like they've taken missteps or their business is underwhelming or they churn out of this business. It is maybe falling too much of the herd and not thinking, okay, what could I be doing differently? What, you know, what, what's an advantage I can exploit. Um, and yeah, sometimes, like I said, the best, the best leave some breadcrumbs. There are, there are some folks that you'll never hear about or, or see about, but by virtue of, of networking, uh, staying tapped into groups, you can sometimes get little seeds of knowledge from folks. And then that can give you that aha of like, Oh, well I could pivot that, you know, my, my strategy to this or try this tactic. Um, so yeah, some, some things to kind of keep in mind. If somebody's starting out, it's, it's an interesting time to start. I'll tell you. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Uh, we have our sites on Amazon, but I'm not sure if we'll dive in head first yet. <laughs> so we, we talked about, you know, setting up his Shopify store for him to get his feet wet, but um, we'll, we'll talk. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Man. Sounds good. But, um, we didn't really touch on mini chat as much, but I really, really love, the one thing, one thing that I love about Seller Tools is you guys had your eyes open for that partner or that resource that was going to make your tool that much better. Like, how did it come together with MiniChat? Like, when when did you guys find that out or find that was a good partnership? Yeah, I mean, for for us, it was literally utilizing it in our own businesses, our own brands. So we were using MiniChat, you know, doing things manually. Um, having team members complete a lot of the activities and it was just the frustration of that, you know, the human error, human delays, the customers feeling that the greater expense, um, which is kind of the overlooked thing is, you know, when you're investing on team members, kind of managing each and every element of a of flow and interaction, um, that actually gets to be fairly cost intensive, especially when you're doing it at scale. Um, and so it was really bore out of just, we need to solve this problem ourselves. And so, that's where uh, the API came into play, where some of the the seemingly simple but high value things like you know order verifications, creating our own counter, um, some of the things we do now with like blacklist um, was really even even something like blacklist came out of just frustrations. How can yeah. we really impose more control in this process? Where many chats just so powerful, you know the the, the engagement that you can, it's great. And and I again I don't want to dissuade somebody if you're starting manually it's still, you're sort of still using the best tool in the toolkit. 
Um, it's just the potential of that tool, where it, you yeah, can I, take it. I, yeah. I, call it, I call it the WordPress of chatbots. Like, I mean, it's so multifunctional, you know, so dynamic that it's open source. You can add pretty much whatever you want to mini chat and make it work for you. Right. Yep. On, on that customer journey. Yeah. It's, and it's huge. It's huge. And that, yeah, I mean, things that we overlook though too, right? Like, like the media rich aspect of being able to send a customer a video. That's like a, a founder video, something I'm, I'm a really big fan of because, mm-hmm. you know, as an Amazon brand, you may feel extremely depersonalized, you know, you, you may not feel the opportunity to connect with your customers in that way. Right. And you, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to be sitting on your computer, just create a really compelling, be with your iPhone. You could take a quick video of you as a founder and just say, "Easy as that." Absolutely, and and plug it into MiniChat. Still automate that, but it's 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 those little differences that I think people overlook when you just think about how can I transact, how can I just you know turn these customers through versus do something truly different and compelling, where they are compelled to leave a review, they are compelled to tell friends, and they're you know this is how you really build a a, a brand is is with a customer, not just with really slick logos and fun colors. It's, it's that customer experience. Exactly. And it's a, the, the best engagement tool around. Absolutely. Most recently, Stellar Tools, you guys launched your mini chat experts list. And I know that definitely had came out of a few different things. Um, your user base growing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and a, and a lot of people just needing help with setting these things up or just managing it. Sellers run a you know a pretty tight ship and don't have a lot of time. So I was really glad that you guys did release that. But tell me a little bit about the uh, mini chat experts list. Yeah, no, exactly. It, it really came out of as our as our user base and our community continue to grow. Um, we had folks at every level of their business having uh, needs, and and obviously as you mentioned, we we create. Uh, flows. We give our flows away for free, which we really aim to kind of give sellers a, a leg up um, to getting started. But there is something to be said when you have an expert come in and say, hey, you know, you can utilize this flow and then tweak it based on your product, or we can refine based on the performance that we see um, and really guide sellers to um, to most optimally use our flows or even, you know, any flows that they kind of dream up. That's really the beauty of some of our features too, is that you're not, you're not stuck in this one flow and these, you know, very, you know, single uh, functions. It is as much, as much as you can dream of, yeah. you really can do, you know, many chat helps with that. And then we just try to automate it for Amazon activities. Right. Um, so that's the big thing is, is that it's the, it's the potential of many chat as much as uh, Amazon and then creating a synergy behind that and having, you know, Folks like you deliver their expertise and say, hey, okay, have you thought about, you know, delivering it this way or engaging a customer this way or diversifying the journey and taking your customers through a number of different steps, you know? And those are things that Amazon rewards, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sellers are sellers. I mean, they they didn't set out to be marketing uh, geniuses or chatbot developers. So, I mean, it's definitely a wonderful resource for your community to have. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. And that's been great. That just because I'm in there, but yeah, <laughs> not biased at all. <laughs> um, also, I had one more question. This came from um, a member of your community that I talked to this morning over in the EU market. <laughs> gotcha. So, tell us about seller tools and 
you know, the, the international works that you guys have done and how you're helping sellers in other markets. Yeah, no, we've, we have a lot of, um, I'd like to think a lot of the content and the things that we uh, provide still immensely applicable to folks that are in EU or other kind of burgeoning Amazon marketplaces. And we got you covered too in terms of free flows, uh, core functions. You know, uh, we rolled out things like uh, MasterCard, uh, Amazon gift cards unique to some of those marketplaces for those that are running like rebate campaigns. Um, and we want to continue to foster that. It's been really great to kind of see the response um, R2A again comes to mind here where we have support for some of those major EU marketplaces, sellers kind of looking at, Hey, what can I, what can I be doing a little bit differently? How can I be monitoring, you know, uh, keyword ranking, keyword tracking, uh, some of that activity. So, yeah. And I would just encourage folks too, as they're, you know, maybe starting to tap into solo tools, we are immensely uh, tapped into customer feedback. Uh, and, you know, wh whether it's a feedback request, whether it's joining our, you know, Facebook community, um, yeah, we always just want to solve solve the biggest problem. We want to start with the biggest ones first, and then kind of cascade down. So that's why we're always ranking reviews. How can we get you know our our customers ranking for the most important keywords, capturing reviews, and then uh, it's not that everything else is secondary, but it sort of is like that. Like those yeah. are the most important things. <laughs> yeah, you, you want to increase or improve your ranking overall. Exactly. Um, but with that, he did have a, a particular question with the gift card distribution in the EU market. Mm -hmm. So how is that or where is that currently? So right now, uh, for many of the major EU marketplaces, we do have both MasterCard and Amazon gift card. Um, he, is he maybe referring to like pick reward link? I believe so. Gotcha. Okay. So that is, that is in the works in the in the background. Um, okay. we do have we do have uh, some pieces that we're ironing out for uh, for it. So yeah, we should have an update on that, uh, hopefully here fairly soon. Um, but yeah, awesome. that's, that's wanted. Let, let us know. We'll make sure we put, push that through, love. get it out there. <laughs> that's what I love, man, because every time I do jump into the FBA Kings group, if I got a question or if I see someone else's question, I see it's getting answered. I mean, even earlier today, I seen you in the mini chat group helping some people out <laughs> with yeah. uh, gift card distribution. And I, I don't even think they were Amazon sellers. True. Yeah, no, it's great. That's another great community, though, too. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's, it's grown so much. And um, I'm sure you'll be there. Well, not I'm sure you will. You will be one of the speakers at conversations this year. Yeah. Yeah. Excited <laughs> about that, man. Very honored. It's great. I mean, the, the mini chat uh, community has been great. Um, the mini chat team has been great. And then I'm really excited to kind of, um, yeah, share some things with with the uh, those that are going to be watching, uh, that are some more advanced Amazon strategies, um, mm -hmm. things to be thinking about. You know, uh, some things that are pretty tactical, but um, from from you know what we've what we've done and what we've seen, they're they're immensely powerful. So uh, this theme of simple um, but not easy is is uh, consistent throughout. But um, but yeah, very excited to be taking part in conversations. Uh, it's going to be an awesome event, man. They, they always they always do a great job putting on some awesome events. Absolutely. So I'm I'm so salty that it's not live this year because <laughs> um, we had a great time in Austin last year, and I mean I guess we'll be behind our desktop as we enjoyed all of our conferences this year. Right. <laughs> well, actually, no. We got down to Tampa right in February. I went to the Synapse Summit in Tampa, um, 
that was a really, really good summer. Nice. That's the last time I've been out, been able to mingle. Yeah, I know. We're all, I know. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like you are, but I'm ready. I'm ready to get out and get connected with everybody. I've got a, I've got a long list of people to catch and, and uh, get some drinks with. So <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. But I just wanted to open it up for anybody else that has some questions for Troy. If you want to go ahead and drop them in the comments, you can do that and try my best to uh, follow in. Because I know a lot, a lot of other people that jump on the, the lives, they have someone else in, in the comments to, to manage comments. Not here. No? <laughs> <laughs> Not here, guys. <laughs> no, it's all good. But that's all good, yes. <laughs> Just don't be shy. That's, that's, the, that's the biggest thing. That's it. Get those questions answered. Would love to help if I can. Yeah, man. If I not, mean, I, really, I know you got the knowledge. <laughs> if not, I'll find somebody. That's that's the that's like the secret to continually striving for success, right? If, if you don't know the answer, you you know where to find it. Yep. It's <laughs> <laughs> the way All to do right. it. Okay. Yes. Awesome. So we got Alicia Nathan joined in. And if no one knows who Alicia Nathan is, that's that's my beautiful fiance. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys. And this will, of course, we'll share this to the FBA Kings group and everywhere else that we think sellers will get some help from it. Um, I know we also talked about having some things for viewers. You guys already do your free trial. So seller.tools, two-week free trial. And I mean, there's no special link for that. If you guys can go ahead and what is that? Just the seller.tools, right? Correct. Yep. Yep. And that will that will kick off if uh, uh, you take advantage of the 14-day free trial. And for those that are interested, more specifically in Minichat, we've got the rebate automation flow. Um, you can find that at solo.tools backslash rebate dash automation um, right in the navigation. And then we also have a bunch of other free mini chat flows at solo.tools backslash mini chat. Um, there's like more than a dozen uh, very specific objective driven flows for things like if you're distributing uh, promotion codes, if you want to do a gamified giveaway, um, all kinds of really cool stuff. And we've got free flows, uh, no obligation against you actually don't even need to start a trial. So you can download those and put those to good use. And that's what I love, love about you guys, man. It's no obligation. You know, we, we just want to help the community. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like that. And um, there was, of course, you know, a lot of talk about Black Friday or the holidays. And one thing that we're doing here at Viral Ecom is putting together a template store for sellers. And this one is, these are advanced templates. These are well, um, well thought out campaigns for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and the whole cycle. And you can go ahead to viralecom.co and that's backslash um, Black Friday bots. So again, that's you know, just a, a, a few things for sellers to get ahead 
before holidays even get here. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. Absolutely. Uh, no yeah. doubt you guys put something. Oh, yeah. cool Thank you again, Troy, man, for jumping on and you know, giving us some knowledge about what you know a lot about. You know, you've been in the game for how long now? Uh let's see. Now it's going on four years. Four years? Four years. Man, yeah. That's a, that's that's a ways away from where I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I gotta start somewhere, man. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm starting a bunch of new things now, you know, with being at home. I'm I'm starting all yeah. kinds of, you know. I am I am learning and failing a lot. So and we we all are. I mean, that's the truth, is is you you just make as informed decision as you can. And like I said, that's just where it helps you if you can find great people that are going through it together or seeing what's working for the best. I mean, you just you you put what information you can together and you enjoy the ride, right? Yeah, absolutely. And then one thing that I love is, like I said before, is kids. I mean, yeah. if you have kids, and I say this to everyone that does have kids, get them involved in your business. Get them involved in any way that you can <laughs> because it, it will pay off. Yeah, well, that's cool. I'm excited to hear the success of your uh, you and your son's uh, store once it hits Shopify and it's Amazon too. Yes, we're, we're, going, we're going Amazon. We're, we're yes. going to give you for consultancy. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you again, Troy, for jumping on. And everybody that did join us, um, if you want to take advantage of those resources, again, it's Seller Tools uh, or Seller.Tools to um, go ahead and take advantage of that. And viralecom.co forward slash Black Friday bots. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your week and we'll see you soon. Awesome. Thanks, everybody.